Cairo for Moms podcast is a podcast dedicated towards women and children. We will be sharing tips, tricks, and stories from the clinic that may help you navigate your daily life of being a mom, a woman, and all that that entails. If you'd like to catch up on happenings at the clinic, along with highlights of other episodes, you can check out our Instagram, at Cairo for Moms and at Cairo for Kids. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Kayla with another episode of Motherhood Weekly. And today I am here with Kate. And Kate and I actually met through our husbands. They work together. And she's going to share a little bit about her son, Eli, and the cutest little nugget. Um, But Kate, you introduce yourself and then we'll start talking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, first of all, thanks for asking me to be on here. I always like I'm so passionate and love hearing about what you do day to day. So super excited. Um, but yes, yeah, so husbands work together, met you that way. Thank goodness. Yeah. And I full-time working mama with new little baby, Eli, um, just turned eight months last week. So it's crazy. Um, I know it's crazy. flying by so crazy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's a little sweet pea and yeah. Anything else you want to know? I know there's a little quick yeah. overview, but. <laughs> oh yeah, that's perfect. So, okay. So I don't even remember how we started talking about chiropractic. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, I was a chiropractor, but what kind of led you into the office for Eli? Yeah. So I pre-pregnancy, um, just always love and like think chiropractic care is so beneficial for anyone but I knew before having a baby that I wanted, I saw the benefits from some of my friends having like pediatric chiropractic care. So always knew that I wanted to make sure when we had a baby that he or she was getting that type of like care, I guess you could call it. Yeah. Um, but then I also was super passionate about breastfeeding and I wanted to make it work. And talking to our lactation consultants, there was definitely a correlation between breastfeeding and the chiropractic care mm-hmm. world. So we right. kind of merged both together and it was super successful. So, yeah, because so Eli ended up having that he had the lip and tongue, correct? Revision? Just one. The tongue. Just, yep, the, just tongue. the tongue. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So because that's initially the hospital doctor didn't identify like a tongue tie or it wasn't like a quote unquote serious case. Yeah. But our lactation consultant pointed that out and we did the the work to get that taken care of. So, yes. So yeah, we kind of had an experience with lactation yeah. consultant, um, but we yeah. worked through it. <laughs> we did. We um, absolutely did. We did. So yeah. So Eli came in for a couple visits before the revision ended up having the revision and I mean, he's just a happy guy. So yeah, we talk a lot about, you know, what craniosacral therapy can do. Like on this podcast, we've talked a lot about that because it is so prevalent right now. And I think one of the things I want to point out, I was just having this conversation with a mom patient today. And one of the reasons is because we switched from the American Academy of Pediatrics recommending that babies sleep on their 
bellies to babies sleeping on their backs now. And so we mm -hmm. see a lot of really tight babies um, because babies are on their back. And of course, if they're on their back, they're generally swaddled so that those reflexes don't kick in and wake baby up. Um, right. So talk to me a little bit about, so that's why we always talk about the prevalence of tummy time. We, you know, it's more about the frequency versus the time, but talk to me a little bit about where Eli was at that kind of started all this, like what kinds of symptoms was Eli having? Yeah. So, and I don't know if it's important to know, but he was born three weeks early. So I just felt like from the start, we were pretty like, I don't want to use the word aggressive, but pretty like determined to get him in to see you. Like, I think he saw yeah. you within the first two or three weeks of life, for sure. you know? Yeah. Um, but he was like, he, well, first of all, he spit up like crazy. We were really struggling with the latch because <coughs> from talking to you and our lactation consultant, like he was just so tight and like, mm -hmm. wasn't relaxed. And then like, which correlated to bowel movement problems. And again, the spit up, like the spit up was probably the biggest yeah. component of it. Um, and he just like, he's never been like a big doesn't cry a lot, I guess, but he, he just seemed uncomfortable. Yeah. So after each adjustment, he would sleep better. He enjoyed tummy time better. The sit-ups improved, bowel movements improved. Overall health just seemed to, to be better. So that's kind of what prompted it. I okay. Guess. And that's, I want to note that right there too, because I literally had this conversation with a mom today about, um, you know, once they once the craniosacral and the adjustment starts to work within their little bodies, they they'll like tummy time more often because, you know, so, yes. so many times with tummy time, you put them on their bellies and they're, they just like, they don't know what to do because they're so tight. You know, they kind of arch back, um, mm -hmm. they try to roll, but it's just that they're super tight. Um, and so every time we would do the craniosacral and the adjustments, um, Eli just continued to loosen up and then tummy time was more effective. And then when they're on their bellies, that's just their natural way of relaxing. So, um, and then, you know, you went through with the revision, you had just the tongue, which, you know, even just further things even more for the, as far as nursing goes. Yeah. And then after that revision, I think that next day we came to see you Yes. Yeah. and did the stretches and I think the most beneficial part was seeing you too, is like you showed us some things to do at home. So it's yeah. like, we still do those things, yeah. which relaxes you kind of, him. Right. You know, like when, okay, it's time to pull out the stretches that we do and that kind yes. of thing. Yeah, absolutely. So something that I've never really talked about on a podcast is the um, husband or the partner's point of view. So what was your husband thinking through all of this? Like, I mean, first of all, yeah. like it's new to us as first time moms, but what like speak for the dads out there, the partners out there that aren't yeah. quite into all of this? I will, first of all, I think it's super beneficial that Daniel knows Ben so well. I think yeah. that obviously yeah. made him really comfortable with Eli coming to see you. That's but um, he was a little like, why are we doing this? Like, is it worth mm -hmm. it? Does he get much out of it? Mm -hmm. And he's a lot of times, like he would just trust me, like whatever you think is best for Eli, like whatever you, you do all the research and the reading, like go with the flow, right. whatever. But when I think the first time he came to see you, it was like Eli's second or third appointment. Yep. And we have that video of Eli, but he just instantly like 
relax and immediately you could see him just like chill and yeah. Daniel thought that was the coolest thing and even to this day you know like are you gonna go see Kayla are you gonna go like yeah we were going frequently and then it kind of got to the point where we're like we don't need the craniosacral mm-hmm. anymore right just come as needed right but I would I mean it's I would bring him every other week if <laughs> right if that was acceptable right. or you know so yeah. no but now he's all on board with it and every baby in the future right season. it's doing this yeah and I think that I love I always love when the other partner comes in because then they true like you said they truly get to see and mm-hmm. it's a lot like it's a lot for a, especially a you know not necessarily a first-time mom but like because every baby's different but there's so much unknown from you know, this, like here you have this tiny little human and you're like, what do I do? Like, yes. you think, you know, just intuitively how to nurse, how like that the baby should know all these things. And then when there are issues and you're determined to nurse, it's like you go through whatever you can. And I always tell first time moms, like I have, um, a close, um, cousin right now going through some stuff with nursing and she's determined that like, she's going to nurse, but this is all new to her. And so I'm like, you know, you have to invest in the lactation consultant. The one time you, you know, get the revision checked out, at least go do the consult. And then moving forward, if you choose to have more, like, you know, more what you're doing, like, it's pretty rare. Um, just from a personal standpoint, um, that I'm going to suggest a second or third time mom go get a lactation consultant. Now we've had, I've had patients who have done it, but then at least, you know, so I I think that's what my husband was telling your husband was like, we invested in this the first time. And then, you know, because, you know, you can do breastfeeding classes, but it's not anything like legit until you are hands-on in the thick of it. One-on-one. Yeah. And I think one thing too, like that put, put it in perspective and I, I don't remember if we were talking about this post or pre-Eli or post-Eli but you're like okay when you go to the chiropractor how good do you feel but yeah. then like can you imagine this little baby being stuck in your belly that tiny space for nine months right and then coming out into the world and it's like they're so tight they haven't like expanded like they need the they need that and I mean I loved it I tell all of my new mom friends like <laughs> You got to go. I love that. And to touch on your point too, like not only all of the, you know, positional aspect of birth, but also like they didn't have to feed on their own. Like they didn't have to, um, like we did it for them essentially, you know, then they come out into this great big world and they're like, wait, I have to learn how to eat. Like, I mean, obviously it's a natural response for, you know, most babies, but yeah, it's just, it's a whole new ball game uh, for work. Yeah, it is. Okay. So if you could give um, a piece of advice to a new mom who is struggling with nursing, whether it's painful for them or it's just not working for baby and they really want to pursue nursing and breastfeeding, what is your one piece of advice? I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah, no. Well, now I'm like super passionate about it. So I, my biggest thing is like, get through those first two or three months. Like, I think everyone's like, personal experience with my girlfriends it's like the first two or three weeks are so hard and then it's just not worth it and to some people you know mentally a mental standpoint it might not be but like if you can push through it and you have that support system 
from a lactation consultant, from chiropractic care, and you want to invest in that, like it's totally worth the investment, like you said. And yeah. seriously, just get through those two or three first months or first couple months because now we're going on eight and a half, you know, nine months. And I, it's like one of the best things that I've ever, hardest things, but one of the best things I've done. So I love that. I love that. Well, thank you so much for joining yeah. us. Always a pleasure talking with you, obviously. Um, and thank you to our listeners and stay tuned for another episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of Motherhood Weekly. Stay tuned for new episodes. Thank you.